Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Week three of our Women's Health Series. And this morning, we're chatting to Dr. Beatrice Neutfeld from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy. Good morning to you, Beatrice. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good. So we want to talk firstly about thyroid issues, the big one around hormonal imbalance, Beatrice. What are the telltale signs and what is the impact? Well, you basically can have an under or an overactive thyroid and we have certain times in our life or we have a genetic disposition for thyroid issues, mainly women. And uh, if you have an overactive thyroid, you might suddenly lose a lot of weight and sweat a lot and you might be irritable or anxious. Uh, You might have diarrhea. And if you have an underactive thyroid, you might, everything slows down, you see, so you might have constipation, you might have dry skin, gain weight and be in a rather low mood. So Fiona is listening and she's WhatsApped us to say, She's worried about constant weight gain. It doesn't change despite all the dieting and exercise she does. Overall, constantly gaining for a number of years since having her two children. She's in her late 30s and has heard it could all be related to an issue with hormones and looking for your thoughts on that, Dr. Beatrice. Yeah, so late 30s would not be a typical time for for big hormonal changes. Maybe childbirth or lactation can be. But what I would say to Fiona is go to her GP and get her thyroid checked, maybe the thyroid immune system, the thyroid antibodies, and then really write down everything she eats. Sometimes we have hidden, you know, we have a blind spot on certain things we take in that have calories, but some people actually have a slower metabolism. So it is worthwhile checking the thyroid because the thyroid is the key turntabling organ for um, our metabolism, whether it's low or right or too high. And if she has a thyroid issue, that would make it really difficult for her to lose weight. And there might be other hidden endocrine reasons, so maybe polycystic ovaries or, you know, all these things can slow down the metabolism. But I also think it's often a way of when we eat what. So I promote intermittent fasting a lot. And sometimes that helps to just give food at certain times of the day and different composition of food while still eating what you like because diets often work where you lose weight uh, but you it's not really food you like or it's too little and then sometimes if you have a prolonged diet your metabolism really slows down because that's our survival instinct if there's no food about to use less and then when you eat normal again you're piling the weight back on. Right, we're chatting to Dr. Beatrice from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy. And a 20-year-old Limerick student, doesn't want to give her name, says her periods have never been regular. She hasn't pursued it properly yet. Should she be worried, she could go two months with nothing, then three in nine weeks. She heard we were talking about hormone issues for women this morning and sent in this question and she wonders, could it just be an issue with hormones? Her big worry at the moment is the expense for healthcare. She's a student, COVID waiting lists. And it's literally put her off getting it all checked out yet. And it's going on three years now, Beatrice. Yeah, so I I thought two issues there. So she might be a little nervous about getting it checked as well. Because if you're waiting for something for three years, 
you could put yourself on a waiting list and say, look, I've been waiting for three years already. I might just get on a waiting list and get seen at some point. So I would definitely go to the student doctor or the GP and say, look, could you please put me on a gynae waiting list? And what the GP could do, and probably quite inexpensively, is one I can call it out for her so she could maybe approach the uh, GPs, do the uh, female hormones, the FSH, LH, E2, and then the androgen profile, DHAAS, prolactin, and maybe androstenone, together with the general blood, thyroid function, thyroid immune system, liver and kidney function, and the full blood count. And, um, you know, she could then maybe see, she might be a celiac, there might be absorption problem. But my my main issue would be here, has she ever had periods? So when she was a girl, did she have regular periods when she was uh, having the periods, uh, you know, at 12 or whatever? Or were they once regular and now have become irregular? Because then that can be also a sign of stress. Uh, if she's under exam stress and she might be in uni for three years already, coming to the end of of the time. And uh, we are a little bit influenced by outside factors. But I would definitely say don't be shy. You know, get get your courage up and go to the GP and that the GP visit hopefully affordable or the uni doctor can maybe refer you for free or very little money. And those tests can be done on, on a public uh, um, list as well. Right. And once she gets to the hospital, she will be taken care of. Um, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's doable. Okay. Don't, don't be discouraged. Very good. Endometriosis, what is that? Um, it's when the, we have lining in the womb that partakes in the menstrual cycle, so it builds up every month to prepare the womb for a baby. And when you don't, when the woman doesn't conceive, uh, it gets uh, discharged as a period. It sheds, and we can have that kind of tissue, like lining tissue, in other parts of our body. So it can sit in, on the ovaries or even inner organs, even in the gut, in the bladder. And it can cause very significant problems and can even lead to infertility because those areas of tissue also partake in the menstrual cycle. So you have a building up of tissue and then you bleed. You literally bleed into your tummy or it could be in the fallopian tube or you could bleed from your rectum or your bladder uh, depending on where those uh, spots of endometriosis are. Now, the problem is not everybody suffers. So you can have quite a substantial endometriosis and at the same time might have very little symptoms or you could have it in a very delicate part of the body where there's a lot of nerve reacting to it and you'll be very sore. Now, Caroline has been in touch to say, my daughter is in her early teens and has severe period pain. I was diagnosed with endometriosis in my 30s after an operation. What does Dr. Beatrice think Uh, Should I prevent my daughter from suffering as long as I did? Is going on the pill the only answer? So what I would say here, there are various various steps I would suggest for an 18-year-old. So an 18-year-old is... Can you hear me, Joe? I can. Yeah. Um, I just had a call interrupting it. I'm sorry. Uh, So firstly, when she's 18, I would, uh, you know, say what are her needs at the moment? So if she is in pain, uh, I would probably say, well, maybe she doesn't need a laparoscopy right now because a laparoscopy is something where you look into the tummy and find those areas and maybe dry them out. So I would currently say let's try and dry those out with practical 
uh, uh, rational. So if she's, you know, entering her, her young life and maybe down the line will have a boyfriend, needs contraception, then that might be time to say, let's just calm these areas down with a maybe an intrauterine device that would dry them out and would give easy periods or no periods at all and no pain. Or if she's comfortable to take the pill, that is an option. And then find a pill that's individually suitable for her. And then later in life, when she maybe wants a family and comes off the pill or takes the uterine device out, then, you know, maybe if she can conceive within a certain amount of time, uh, then have more diagnostics done like a laparoscopy, hysteroscopy and a fallopian flush where you can see other fallopian tubes open. So I think right now what I would say to Caroline is to find a practical way forward where your daughter is out of pain, has contraceptive, has something that keeps the lining low everywhere, including the endometriosis spot. Right. Very good. Well, listen, thank you so much for that this morning. You'll be back with us at the same time next week uh, with uh, the latest uh, of our series on women's health issues. Do get your questions in to us. You can email us, of course, Limerick Today at live95.ie. You can tweet at Limerick Today and you can WhatsApp or text us 0861239595 and we'll try to get to some of them next week. Thank you to Dr. Beatrice Neufeld from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy. Much more to come on the show. Call Limerick today now on 461995.